Welcome to the Flower Poxies, a podcast exploring all things flower essences and remedies and flower therapy, and how this vibrational plant medicine has the potential to heal and shift our individual and collective health and consciousness. We'll be diving deep into the specifics of individual essences, nature's energetics, emotional healing and growth, as well as hearing client case studies, hosting special guests and professionals, and I'll be sharing my own personal explorations and philosophies channeled straight from the flowers. Through my own unearthing, I have discovered what I believe to be the most profound teaching of the flowers, and I now wish to share with you the practice of alchemizing fear into beauty. So before getting into today's episode, I wanted to chat with you all about my new offering, The Blooming. So The Blooming is now open for registration. This is something that I have been putting together for the last few months and I'm so excited to get started with this. So The Blooming is a monthly group flower therapy experience for the women seeking to shed all fear from their being and to expand their peace and potential and embrace a life of beauty. So commencing in January next year, I've curated 12 powerful remedies for the entire year, each with a specific focus to unearth, month by month undressing the layers of fear, pain and conditioning to uncover your core essence. So through the magic of nature, we will be bringing the unconscious into the conscious to alchemize fear into beauty. Although you'll be traversing your unique healing experience, we will be working in live group sessions with myself, guest facilitators, and in an intentional gathering space together, a safe space to explore, be witnessed and reflected and heal as a whole in connection with community, amplifying our healing potential. This offer will be available to sign up to on a monthly basis, quarterly, half yearly, and for the entire year as well at discounted rates. So I'll be offering limited spaces for this first intake, and I would love to have you, my listeners, along for the journey. So you can find all of the information and uh, everything else about the offering on my website or via the show notes. Yeah. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm super excited to dive into this exploration with you all. So enjoy the show and I look forward to connecting. All right. Welcome to back to the Flower Prophecies to the very last episode for the year. I can't believe that this will be my 10th episode. And if you're watching on the tube, on YouTube, I am sorry, but you actually won't be watching today because it is 100 degrees, well, feels like 100 degrees in my house right now, and my head is looking very sweaty and red, so (laughs) I decided that this will be an audio only, so I apologize for that, but my face will be back with you next year. (laughs) So I hope you can put up with just the voice for today. So I'm so grateful to have you all back. And to all those that have been listening along throughout these last 10 episodes over the last, I think, three months. I mean, I've only heard from a few people um, that have been listening to it. So the rest of you are kind of mystery to me. But As always, if you are enjoying, I would be so appreciative if you could 
rate or comment or subscribe on the channel you're on and um, share on your socials. My Instagram is at the flower prophecies and yeah, it just means the world to try and get this out there to as many people as possible because I did not realize how much effort that went into a podcast and it is very time consuming and very um, energy consuming as well. So yeah, getting this out there to, to everyone means, means a lot to me. And so please, please, please share if you can. Anyways, getting into it. Today's episode will be my third Essence in Focus episode. So this is an essence that I explored a few months ago now, but interestingly, or not not that interestingly, because it's quite quite usual for me, that the essence is still sort of, I can see and feel it still unfolding for me in ways up to right now, basically. Um, even though I finished it about six weeks ago, but that is the magic of flower essences. So um, I wanted to preface this essences story, touching back on something that I mentioned in my very first episode. So I spoke of how we have our subtle energetic bodies. We have seven of these, and this begins with the physical, the most dense body and moves outwards to the furthest um, body, which is the causal. And this exists on uh, the spiritual plane. And when I spoke of when we were, when we work with flower essences, so the way that they um, are assimilated, I guess, is that we ingest them into our bloodstream and they are amplified out through our meridians and chakras and out into these energy bodies. And so it is my understanding that the flower essences are amplified out to the the furthest energy body that they work on first and then they slowly work their way back through the more dense bodies. And this is why we can eventually see uh, physical healing from our um, flower essences as well. And in contrast to this, if you were working with another modality of vibrational medicine, such as homeopathy, this kind of works on the densest, the physical first, before then flowing out to the further energetic bodies and sort of healing the root causes after the physical. Um, And something I didn't mention in that episode about the flower essences is that they all have so they all have unique actions and properties and characteristics. Oh my gosh, characteristics! And each essence works on specific energy bodies, so they don't work on all of them, and they don't all go out to the causal, the furthest body. So they they may work on one to three out of the seven. But the furthest body is where they they head out to first and then they sort of flow back in from there. And this is something that I haven't really focused on while working with the essences until lately. Um, and this is because while I was working with this essence that I'm about to talk about, it was so obvious to me which body, which energy body it was working on. And I just found it super interesting and 
now it's made me really want to consciously um, work on on this aspect of the essences and and in this way, um, sort of incorporating this aspect into the way that I work. Anyways, I digress. So today's essence in focused focus is bohinia. So bohinia is a common tree in northern parts of Australia, especially within um, WA and the Northern Territory. And the reason I decided to um, take a course of this essence is because uh, at the time or prior to taking it, there's a species of bohinia around where I live and around the town where I live um, in the surrounding suburbs as well. And it was just blooming everywhere and specifically down um, the street that's next to ours where we would walk our dog every morning. It was just lining this street. And although it's like a different um, species than that, the Australian bushflower essence um, variety, it basically was just begging me to take it. <laughs> it was just nagging me. So I succumbed and I decided I would do a course of it and make this my next essence in focus. And it was very interesting. So the tree itself, the leaves of this tree look like a butterfly and they float to the ground before the flowers bloom. The flower, um, it, it's a hard one to describe, but it almost stays closed for the most part, like almost like a bud while the stamen reaches outward, offering the nectar outward. But it stays quite closed up and almost like there's little layers that you can see that are that are um, protruding out from one another. And so it's somewhat similar to the properties, I guess, of the Bohemia essence. And the essence is one for people that are closed-minded. So these are people that may be resistant or reluctant to change or to trying new things or to uh, accepting new people and ideas into their experience. So whether this be out of a sense of a fear of the unknown or a superiority complex or for those that maybe are just very set in their ways. So the Bohemia promotes open-mindedness, acceptance, um, acceptance of differing, differing or new ideas of perspectives, um, of experiences, of people. Um, so uh, interestingly, I actually shared on Instagram yesterday something that the Flat Essences have taught me which was that we are all having different experiences. So we can't actually speak for someone else's experience or their feelings that they're going through um, and they can't for ours, right? And I guess this is one of the gifts that the Bohemia gives you. It allows you to see a different perspective or a new take on something, um, something that you may not have been open to before. All right, so I'll get into my experience with the essence. So I took this essence of a night and literally went to bed and had the most chaotic dream and like the most real dream. And the most inter interesting part about the dream was that um, 
Prior to going to sleep, my husband had also taken a new remedy, working on something different um, at the same time. And when I was having this dream that night, it felt as though our remedies were working together in this dream work, in this dream world. And it like brought about a situation that incorporated what he was working on and also what I was working on. So in the dream, I felt quite upset and frustrated after like an interaction with him and had felt quite hurt by it. And when I woke the next morning, I went to do my morning meditation and I chose a meditation, although that I, I'd had it on my phone forever, I don't think I'd ever done it. And it was a forgiveness meditation. And as soon as I started it, I saw the experience in my dream unfold. And I was actually able to see with so much clarity, the point of view my husband was acting out of. So his experience in that situation. And through the meditation, I was able to forgive him knowing that he was just doing his best in the moment with what he had. And it was so interesting because while this was all in a dream, it it did reflect um, situations that we had been through together in the past and it actually allowed me to, in in real life, not in the dream world, forgive him for those situations and actually find compassion for him. And I spoke to him of this and he was able to um, find resolve in that as well. And yeah, it was super wild. So that was literally like within the first 12 hours of taking this essence that all that sort of came about. And then following this, I had a sense of like optimism and um, just like amazement at life and not only in that day, but just in life and the endless opportunities and experiences that I could have with life. Like it was just like there was this open world in front of me. So speaking with clients and um, I was visioning new offerings and I just felt so open to them and it felt as though the clients and the people that I was having conversations with were just really receptive and like everything was just this big flowing, flowing thing. And so, um, yeah, I was able to organize things with, with a lot of ease, like without any resistance and without any worry about what ifs or yeah, what if this thing could happen or, you know, what if this goes wrong with, with anything that I was navigating. Um, I ended up listening to a podcast that spoke of having open-ended thoughts. So allowing the answers to any questions I have flow in and not having outcomes already formed in my mind. And this allowed me to find so much more expansiveness in my everyday. So my general routines felt much more easeful as I was not um, so much in my mind about the next thing that needs to be done or that I needed to do or whatever it may be. Rather, I was just letting it flow naturally. If you haven't clued on by now, one of the energy bodies that this essence was working on was the mental body. So this was all about the thoughts and perceptions I was having about my experience or that were limiting my experience. Throughout the week or two few weeks that I was taking the essence I did have a few um, 
physical purges where I was having a lot of headaches and I found this very fitting because, right, it's all mental. It was all in the head. And so it was like everything was moving around there. Like um, it's almost like I could feel it. Um, Over the next few days after this as well, I started becoming aware of not only how others may be perceiving my actions within my friendships, within my family and my relationships, um, which was quite eye-opening, but also I experienced an interest in like different life paths that I'd never even considered my, for myself before, which was they weren't really anything that I acted on, but I just never sort of openly considered them before. Um, so I was listening to another podcast as well, and it happened to have a hypnotherapist on it. And she was speaking a lot about how the frame of our thoughts can block us from creating the realities that we wish to experience. And in particular, she was talking about the wealth that we desire. And after listening to her, I literally had the biggest mind-blowing awakening to such a huge blind spot that I had been unconsciously blocking wealth in my life. Um, So I ended up purchasing a hypnosis track from her and using this a few times to help me in this area. And I'm now so much more aware of it and it doesn't play a role in my life now. And I felt things shift completely in that area. As well as this, throughout the same time, I started becoming really aware of smaller, more trivial details that basically were just my mind was opening to like, you know, general things such as noticing more, more things on my morning walks or like the fact that my parents have these French doors at their house and I'd never noticed that they were two different toned woods. Like each door is different and they're just bizarre things, but just things that I, that I just were out of my consciousness um also stuff around my own house that I had just gotten used to and accustomed to but that was things that I'd really half-assed and I realized that they're not how I want them and I should do something about them and they had just sort of became the norm and didn't stand out to me anymore and I'm sure that happens to a lot of people maybe I'm trying to make myself feel better there but (laughs) but it was so interesting to see it come up um yeah (laughs) I won't go too much into that because embarrassing (laughs) um so I found my conversations were able to flow more I found as because I found myself like more accepting of what others had to say, even if it was uncomfortable for me or uncomfortable for them. Yeah, I found it really much more easeful to converse and communicate with others. Um, The remedy also made me very aware of how much I had previously tried to control outcomes by having set ideas on how something should play out. And the remedy was really prompting me to have faith and to trust rather than being in my mind about everything. 
um, and sort of planning what I want to happen or what I think should happen. Um, yeah, it was super interesting because I guess we do know that, you know, when we have these, when we have these closed off mindsets, we really limit ourselves um, because we only know what we know consciously and there's so much more to experience and so much more um, opportunities waiting for us. And if we are planning our lives out by the things that we know, the things that we've experienced, we just are limiting ourselves completely. So that became really um, present for me. And at this point, I ended up actually adding a crystal essence to the Bohinia. So this was something a friend gave me. And it's funny because it's not something that I would have usually done in that, like I added it to the essence while I was still taking the Bohinia. Usually I would have played out the course of that and then tried the crystal essence. So, I mean, I was just much more open to doing that. And the S, the crystal essence had a real focus on creativity. And I found that when I combined it with the Bohinia, it showed me very clearly how my lack of structure in both my work and in my creativity was inhibiting my goals and my visions. So it was like I could only see it from this one point of view that I've always lived from, which some may call me or I probably call myself very, I guess, chilled or casual or not so serious in the way I do things. And I was now able to see that my um, casualness, which I thought was like allowed me to flow, in some areas was actually like, inhibiting me and inhibiting my expansiveness. Um, so I was able to see that in implementing strategy and structure would allow for anything that's not actually working in that flowy sense to fall away. So I experienced an openness in new ways of doing business, of marketing and of selling my offers and also of my languaging and then also really importantly of the niches that I wanted to follow with my business where before I just was like I'll be open to doing it all which sounds great but it's actually limiting me because it's only like a certain amount of energy that I can focus in in any one area and so finding a niche became really um apparent for me and it was there all along I just had to um actually openly accept that I wanted to only focus on this sort of area so um yeah that was really new for me seeing that in a different way I found a theme within my prior actions that I could clearly see that I was like throwing my responsibility away and I think this was a part of that um, trying to be open to it all and um, be casual and flowy and stuff. It, it was like throwing away any responsibility to actually get serious about a specific area that I wanted to um, create within, that I wanted to like really um, go all in with. So 
through realizing this, that I was kind of throwing this responsibility away. I then, you know, encountered some interactions and it allowed me to see that this came back to issues around self-worth and around fear of judgment. So when I got curious with these issues around self-worth and around fear of judgment, it was quite um, challenging for me and I had to move through quite a lot. And uh, after, after a few conversations and some reflecting, I had the realisation that I was just learning as I go and I will always be learning just as everyone else is in life. And this new way of viewing this freed me up a lot to be confident in what I was doing and to be able to take in the fact that we're really all just doing the best we can with what we have at all times. And then the the biggest sort of outcome of this was the realisation that we are all equal as humans. It doesn't matter if you are some big hotshot, some, you know, renowned public speaker or, um, you know, whatever it is, or if you're just someone like myself, we're actually all equal. And so this really allowed me to melt away some of that fear of judgment and self-worth issues and then take some responsibility in actually um, going for the areas that I want, you know, finding my niche. So after having this sort of aha moment of that we're all equal in this life, it came to me that in my whole life, from child to adult, I was constantly trying to outwardly prove my worth to others, whether it be within the way I spoke, within my actions, within it all, basically. There was always this underlying message that I was needing to prove myself. And a big area that this played out in was in my financial status. I realized that I felt as though I had to be making money to be worthy and that if I wasn't making money, I was not worthy. And I trace this back to a particular root of this money belief and found this massive correlation with something going on in my personal life. And it was so eye-opening for me. I was actually able to then shift the pattern completely by addressing this particular happening and resolving it. And it was like this instantaneous shift, the way it then released, like a weight off my shoulders. And it was just wild that I kind of had been oblivious to this pattern and, um, you know, this belief and this, yeah, thought pattern my whole life, um, especially, you know, since this specific occurrence. So since finishing the essence, like I said, there's actually still many themes playing out for me, but it feels now as I've gotten to this point where things have shifted completely for good and, yeah, it was just 
so wild. It was such a mind-centered experience, which is something that is so different from me because I guess usually I'm kind of more um, drawn to acting from my gut. Well, I thought I was anyways, but it was quite obvious that now I didn't realize how much in my mind I was. So I tried to be a little bit concise with that whole story because there was so many different levels that the essence was working on and I could have really gone on forever. So I tried to keep it quite short. Um, But yeah, it was just super interesting and especially to work on that different sort of level and layer of the mental plane, the mental body. Um, So I just wanted to share the key takeaways from the Bohemia that I found. So number one was an awareness of the differing perceptions and experiences that we're all having and the ability to find compassion for others and for myself in knowing this. And number two was that we are we always, always have blind spots. So curiosity is everything because you know, there's always more to learn about ourselves, about our belief systems, about our psyches. So always be curious. Number three was having an open mind and releasing control of an outcome is what enables us to create our reality. Because when we um, have our desired sort of plan of how we want things or how we think things should play out um it just closes us off to so much opportunity and so many experiences that we don't even know are possible and the most important um takeaway from the bohemia that i found was that we as humans are all equal and no one of us is better than another And the moment that we perceive ourselves or our experience or our opinion as superior to another is the moment that we begin to actually limit ourselves. So I'd love to hear everyone's feedback. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in again for another Essence in Focus. If you would like to leave a review, you can do so below. If you would like to share please tag me on Instagram at The Flower Prophecies. If you want to experience the Bohemia essence or a flower remedy custom formulated or any other offerings, you can do so at hecahealing.com.au. And I'm going to be returning mid-January, I think, and I've got some extremely exciting guests lined up. I'm so pumped for. I can't wait to share them. I don't think I'm allowed to right now. But, um, yeah, you guys are going to love it. And, yeah, I hope that everyone has a beautiful holiday period, whatever they do, and stay cool. (laughs) And I will see you next month.